The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. Dr. C. Victor Herbert III, and I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking it to the house. We want to welcome y'all to another episode of Taking It to the House. We couldn't do it without you. My brother Vic, man, we got the NBA draft coming up on Thursday. We got Bill being traded to the Suns. We got uh, Chris Paul going to Washington. I don't know if that moves the needle for you. We're not even in the preseason for football. Baseball is going hot. What's going on in your world? What's caught your attention since our last episode? Well, what's caught my attention is the obvious right now, what was creating a lot of buzz last week before we got off the air, which is John Morant. So, bruh, I mean, we got to put that thing to bed. Uh, there's a lot of things that that's happened there. Uh, you and I both had some pretty strong convictions as well as some recommendation how we thought and how we felt the league should have handled it. So the question is, what do you think about the punishment? Okay. Does it fit the crime? What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, uh, 25 games. So if I'm John Morant, I'm going to put it in my perspective to me. If it was me, I would have been expecting more. I was expecting more. Half a season, 41 games, at least maybe the whole season. I really didn't know. But later on, you come back and tell me it's only 25 games that I'm going to be missing. Bro, I think, this is Tim speaking, I think I got over. That's a slap on the wrist. Tim, in the past, in his past transgressions, when Tim thought he got over, Tim didn't change. If John is anything like Tim, me, this will not evoke change. So 25 games, yeah, you talked about it. It may hit him in the pocket. He may, may not qualify for postseason awards. But that's not the big issue here. We're wanting to get a changed man, a changed behavior, a, a face that is going to represent the league. So I don't think... 25 games is enough. I pass it to you, sir. Bruh, Anthony Davis last year missed more than 25 games, and he was a healthy player that just happened to get injured. He was not a misbehaved uh, uh, player. So I agree with you. 25 games? Come on, man. That didn't do nothing. Right. Look, I am talking about 41 games minimum because what did that teach him? Not only that, do you, did you hear that he had – his camp, his camp, quote unquote, is saying that the media is out to get him. The media and the NBA is out to get him. This is after he got the punishment. 
So to your point, if he's already to a level of, wow, I got off. Not only did I get off, now I'm saying this punishment was too harsh. Bruh. <laughs> I, I, I'm upset, but I understand you're dealing with two different organizations here. The NBA and then the NBA Players Association. I would love to bend a fly on the wall to find out what are we doing. And to your point last week, even if they give them 25 games, what then? Is it in conjunction with counseling? What's the what's the terms of the counseling? What types of programs is he is he uh, being um, nominated or volunteered or voluntold to support? Uh, what is the reinstatement plan? They're also saying not only does he get those 25 games, but he's still allowed to come to the practice facility. And I believe they said he can even practice. So uh, I know last week your point was do not distance him from his team. But even with this right here, man, it, it, he might as well have been on injured reserve for uh, a torn ACL this last season that carries over. He's going to miss 25 games. Again, Clay Thompson a couple years ago missed over 80 games in two years. So this, the only thing this does, it takes him out the running from any of those offseason uh, awards. But as far as behavioral change, I don't think Memphis Grizzlies learned anything from this. I don't believe that John Morant will. And as we stated, his whole camp is not even uh, accepting this punishment as some ways of evoking change. So I'm very disappointed how the NBA uh, handled this. If it's true what you say about his camp, then I got to be concerned about accountability. Okay, so uh, I, I know you got to make clicks. I know the... In the NBA Players Association, they got to support their player. I get all of that, but how about owning it and shut up? How about accepting it and just shut up? How about talking about, I'm sorry, this will never happen again, and this is what I'm going to do as a man and as a person. I don't want to hear excuses, nor do I want to hear that, the, you know, your lips bumping. I don't want to see none of that. No. Matter of fact, I'm I, I'm mad if that's what you say is true is true he can go back to the practice he can go and report to the facility as though nothing happened then what did we learn no everybody should be burning for this the organization being memphis grizzly should also be punished by him not being there no you can't act as though everything is kumbaya you just move on you just can't play in the game but we're going to work on practicing together working on uh, um uh, team drills or or uh, communication on defense, offense, and sets and plays. No, it's 25 games, see you, you come back on the 26th game. That's what it should mean. And so, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm bothered by that. I did not know that. And so thank you for sharing that. Yeah, my, my feathers are a little ruffled about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, so... That's the piece that's kind of like, nana, nana, boo, boo, you can't get me. It's entitlement, and that's the piece where uh, the casual fan has challenges with NBA players, NFL players, MLB, what have you, this entitlement, this sense of entitlement. Uh, he made a major infraction. His behavior off the court, in addition to this latest gun incident, has been uh, questionable, if at all, just downright inappropriate from a, a, from a franchise player from anybody at a professional league. And so again, it to me, it seems like a slap on the hand and it did not support what I believe uh, the message that need to be sent saying this is this is zero tolerance and this is unacceptable. And again, it's not like he did this one year and then the next year. No, there's a combination of things that's happened since 
March when the latest gun incident occurred, and then those other situations occurred all of since January 2023. This is horrible. Yeah. Laser on the loading dock, uh, a fight with a teen over a basketball game, and then you add on top of those, these two gone video on video at that one in the club and one just riding in a car. You got to ask yourself, what kind of people are you running with? Yeah. I mean, come on, come on, job. So let's talk about as a fan of job. I'm not really a fan. I just marvel as at his athleticism and what he's able to do at, at his size and how he's able to change the game. I look at him as a basketball player. Now, with these incidents, I'm looking at Ja as a, as a man, a human being. I want to change behavior because I don't want him, this to go down a path of destruction. And that's what it looks like. So 25 games slash remediation slash counseling slash help. I want all of those things. I don't know how many games it's going to be. And I don't know what type of counseling he's going to need. But a change behavior comes with action. And I will be able to judge, you will be able to judge, as the world will be able to judge based on his actions going forward, whether or not change has been made. Yeah, yeah. The more to follow, but we'll find out in the, what, 26th game of the season, uh, what type of uh, person he is, not even a basketball player, what type of person, what type of man he is. Right. Uh, or is he, as you stated, the uh, previous Tim and those transgressions, does he just find a better way to hide what he does? Does he have a better way to tell his friends, hey, guys, anytime I'm around doing something stupid, don't right. put me on Instagram live. Right. So uh, you're only as good as if you get caught. So that's, that's I, I, you know, again, as you would say many times, dismiss me with that. I'd rather see <laughs> a sermon than hear one any day. Right. So now his, his words mean nothing to me. Right. Uh, to the level if I have my child uh, wearing his jersey, I'd say, no, we're not wearing that. I'm not supporting him. Now, there has to be some some significant change where you buy me in as a fan of you. Right. Uh, up and coming. He looked great coming out of college. He had the great energy. Uh, he has all the skill sets, the attributes that you would want out of a franchise player and also as the face of the NBA. But right now, I, I don't want anything part of that face. Nothing. Not, not at all. That, that breaks mirrors right now. Bring this up. Y'all keep it real. As you play basketball, and going into this year, you were the leading rebounder returning in the, in the area. Like, how much did basketball help you on the football field? On him since Darius Barfield just graduated San Diego State. I can't remember. I don't know if he started three or four years, but the dude was a phenomenal standout at uh, El Dorado, and then he went and he'd been playing cornerback. You know what I'm saying? At San Diego State. You know what I'm saying? But typically what happens is people forget about, you know what I'm saying, athletes and stuff like that. That's in, uh, you know what I'm saying, that's going out there doing stuff. Yeah. So, and we want to we want to really just pull back the veil a little bit and get into the mind of what a high major Division One athlete goes through the process to make a decision on where they're going to spend the next four or five years of their life. So I resigned it's like the day of my last playoff, my last high school football game. So that happened, and with that happening, I was like, all right, I got to reopen it back up because, you know, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, I didn't know if my running back coach was going to stay or not, and I thought he was going to stay at the time, but if he didn't stay, I was like, I'm not going to go there anymore. We're back. Look at that draft class. Ja Morant, R.J. Barrett, Zion Williams. Man, 
Uh, RJ Barrett is looking pretty good for the Knicks, <laughs> considering those three, you know, uh, that came out of that draft class. John Morant is the best athlete of those three. I don't think Memphis actually chose wrong, or did they? I don't know. Uh, I just think they got the better, better athlete, better player, made the better, biggest difference to their organization. Uh, we're talking about Zion. I don't know when's the last time he laced up. I don't know when's the next time he's going to lace up because he's got issues himself. R.J. Barrett really has shown up, especially this last playoff. Uh, he looked like the, the the high seed, high pick that he was supposed to be, but it's taken him three years to, to get there. So, uh, And we know it takes a little bit of time to mature, but just that draft class, Zion being drafted so high, uh, job being drafted a little bit later, but how they're having problems within the draft class. And then, like I said, RJ Barrett, he's coming to into fruition. He's coming and maturing, but it's taken him a couple of years to get there where the other two were ready made, apparently. More to follow, more to follow. And to your point, Zion's already in hot water. They're even looking at possibly trading him uh, and uh, for a possible second round or second pick overall with Charlotte or something like that because they don't believe they gotten uh, they haven't gotten their money's worth out of that. Which they is paid Zion too much too early on potential. Stop it! Yeah. Stop it! The best best highlight I saw Zion do was bust out of a sneaker. Yeah. That's it, yeah. and that was in college. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't done anything in the pros. No, he's shown explosiveness, but he's sitting too much. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm so disappointed in Zion. Again, is it a weight issue? We talked about it on this show. Y your, your joints can only handle so much, and you're going to have to come down at some point because gravity makes your you go up. You got to come down, and so he's just too, too big. Charles Barkley and a lot of people equate Zion to Charles Barkley as far as body type, body size. Yeah. Charles lost that weight. Charles lost weight, but Charles also was serious about basketball. Charles played every game, especially in his early career, every game like it was his last. And he would dunk on you at six foot six. He would bring it off the glass, come and they round mound of re rebound, right? Round mound of rebound or something like that. Round mound of rebound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he would smash on you, man. I don't care who you were. And, and Charles was a thick guy, but. He was serious about his game, drafted with the, the 76ers, and they treated him like a rookie. They didn't treat him like he was entitled, and they made him earn his playing time, made him earn and all the way to the Hall of Fame. So Zion right now, no Hall of Fame right now, Hall of Shame. Hall of maybe can be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, fought, he fell in the Hall of Greg Odin. And any other of those draft day busts that that panned out to be nothing, uh, all that hype and nothing to show behind it. It's it's he has a lot as well to rehab his career. Um, all that hype is just sad to see him uh, fall his way within the first three years of his contract. Bro, in your backyard, Bradley Bill. I think the the warden gave him a reprieve, man. I think he had a stay of execution. You leave the Wizards to go to the Suns for Chris Paul and, and Shamit, maybe some other draft picks. The deal is yet to be consummated. I think it's still in the works. I got to know what's going on in the DC area about that, man. What are they feeling? What are they sensing? And on top of that, Kuzma decided to 
the 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 decline on his option for his uh he wants that max deal he, he i don't know if he's going to get it so the state of the wizards are in flux what have you heard what's going on what's what's the sports world talking about in the dc metro area it hurts to leave it hurts to lose bill he was you know we had uh john wall here and bill that two-headed monster was nasty then you kept then you then we went ahead and decided when i say we talking about the dc sports scene uh decided to put all in on bill you bring in christoph Przingis. you have kyle kuzma i mean you had a good squad i had opportunity to watch quite a few games this last season and they were on up and coming they had some injuries but i thought they were in the process of reloading to lose bill now you can look at uh, the Wizards as the JV team, just as a upgraded G team, uh, G League team that's going to train your players, develop your players, and send them somewhere to be a contender. Talk about landing on your feet. Talk about landing on your feet. Falling Not that Bill love playing for the Wizards. He extended. You don't stay 11 years for the Wizards just because you stay 11 years. He extended. So for the franchise not to continue to build upon him, and 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 had great talent here. Look at what he had this year. Bill had Bill or the Wizards had Hachimura. We see what he's doing. You have Bill. You have Christoph Porzingis. So you had a three, and you have Kyle Kuzma. So they had a great young talent team. You had great core. You had the um, the coach uh, slips my mind. Uh, the coach that came from uh, 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 Brooks, I believe. Uh, you had a solid coach, so we know at the East, the state of the East, the uh, you know NBA Eastern Conference is pretty, it's pretty tight. We're looking at what Miami did as an eight seed. We look at the Knicks up and coming, obviously the Milwaukee Bucks, and of course the Boston Celtics. But the the Wizards had the potential to being a great playoff caliber team. Were they a championship caliber team to beat the Bucks and to beat the Knicks, uh, the Celtics? No. But they had a solid enough team uh, to put on the court and build around Bill. So I guess we can consider the, the, the Wizards in a rebuilding phase now. And I, again, I feel bad for Christoph Porzingis, who looked very comfortable in this offense. He was very dominating on defense. And to now be in a real building, rebuilding stage, that's the third time he found himself in a situation. The Knicks, Dallas, and now with the Wizards. And, and he's aging. So unsure now that Kyle Kuzma... Uh, decline his option. What does that mean for Kristoff? How long does he plan to stay uh, with the Wizards? But in the in the case of Bill, again, landing on your feet to play alongside KD and Booker, uh, a team that's only, uh, what, a, a series away from making it to the NBA Finals? So uh, now there are discussions on will this work because both Booker and Bill seem to be the type, same type of player. You don't have that traditional point. But to go from the Eastern Conference, to go to Western Conference, to play along, alongside a future Hall of Famer and, and Kevin Durant, you cannot be upset if you're Bradley Bill and you're going to have an offseason with that team. What, what, what are you thinking about that move? They can outscore anybody. They will be able to put points on the board. All of them, either we're talking about Durant, Booker, and Bill. Either one of them, or each of them, pro prolific three-point shooters can put it on the deck, can dunk on you. Mid-range game, really unstoppable, whole total package on offense. 
<laughs> but they can't play D. <laughs> Not <laughs> so during the regular season, man, that may that might get you 60 wins. That might get you 60 wins. There's a lot of people that are saying they're the best team. They will come out of as currently constructed. They are the team to come out of the West. Yeah. I can't see that. I don't see that. Yeah. They need to get the bench together. They sacrificed their bench to get KD. So there's a, a lot of machinations that are going to happen between now and tip-off in October. So there's a lot that's going to happen. But as right now, as we see it, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bill, good for you, your agent. You came out of the dark. You're in the light. Great for you. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm happy. Damon Leonard. Come on, man. You need to go ahead because nothing's going to happen in Portland anytime soon. Bill got the message. He did his homework, and now he's got a chance to compete, to play late into the season. We're talking about April, May, June. That's when you start getting your fame. We're not talking about regular season fame. We're talking about postseason accolades. And so that's where Bill will be short of any injury, and we're saying everything is injury-free. So great for the Suns. The Suns are in a flux, though. I'm talking about front office problems. You know who made that deal? Have you heard who made that deal? Isaiah Thomas made that deal. Do you know about Isaiah Thomas and what he did to New York? Do you know that Isaiah Thomas, what he did in Indian, Indianapolis with the, the Pacers? The same Isaiah Thomas. What is Isaiah Thomas doing? Because you already got James Jones, James Jones in Phoenix as the uh, general manager. Oh, okay. So most of us don't know. We've got new ownership up there. You just fired the coach. The coach and Aiton were at odds as of a year, almost two years now. Then you get rid of the point guard, point guy, who was, he's a winner. I know he has problems in the postseason, but he's a winner. Chris Paul is a winner. To get sacrifice everything, all that for Bill. And I still say the front office, uh, you guys got problems. Role uh, definition, uh, who's run, who's calling shots, that's a problem. Chris Paul did not hear about the trade except for from his son who saw it on TV. Did you know that? That is just piss poor management. Communication. Come on. That's not how you treat a, a future Hall of Famer. So I'm not liking that at all. Sons, you're getting on my poo-poo list, okay? Just for how you're making things work. And yes, it's cool. You pulled off a nice little coup. You got uh, Bradley Bill. That's great. You're still not my team. And so I'm going to talk about you and how you are making these decisions. Just wanted to share a little bit of tid some of those tidbits there with you, brother. Wow, interesting, interesting behind the scenes. Uh, I do know by picking up Frank Vogel, I guess that's how they're going to target the defensive side. But I look at KD now. Uh, you're right. So Bradley Bill is able to in name as the Suns organization land on your feet. But you are joining a team in turmoil. Uh, KD just left the Nets, a team in turmoil. You know, KD's quick to jump. How long does he last on this roster when you have not the coach that he came to play for, Monty Williams, not the point guard he came to play with, which was CP3. So I'm also looking at KD's uh, future actions because he's quick to have a, an ankle injury. Uh, uh, you know, we start looking at these in, internal, di these, uh, internal dynamics. And then with the owner, 
I had no idea about Isaiah. I didn't know he even was back in management in the league. Last time I saw him, he was doing, uh, he's a sports analyst on, on, on TV. So to even know his hands were even in this, that deep to be working for the Suns, it's shocking. So there is a lot when you look at organizational dynamics, organizational structure, team dynamics, how this stuff is, is working. Uh, I, I definitely, I am tuned in to see the behind the scenes of this as opposed to what's happening on the court. And so is Bradley Bill enough to unseat Denver? No, no, no. I think Denver is just a, still bigger. Um, look at Bill, look at Booker, look at KD. Who's going to run the point? Oh, yeah, they got a point down there already. So that means everybody's going to be playing out of position. Bill and Booker are the same. So they can play two and three. That puts KD at the four. He'll be undersized. He'll be undersized because Aaron Gordon will beat him up in the in the post, and they still don't have a center. Aiton didn't show up against uh, a Joker when they were playing. So, and Aiton is on the block or is an asset maybe that they can shore up their bench. Still not enough. If you use Denver as your the gold standard, the template, the model, still not enough to unseat Denver. Totally agree. Totally agree. If you if that if that is the team to beat. Which they have demonstrated that Suns can't play. Who, 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 who's, who's battling Joker? KD don't want to get dirty like that. <laughs> KD don't want to get dirty like that. And <laughs> and and I think Aiden, he's so far deep in his head, he's charging rent. <laughs> and so Jamal Murray, I mean, look, I give man respects. We hey, you and I have no problem. Mia Copa owning it. Look, we we took them for granted. We took the Denver Nuggets for granted. And they took our lunch. Got it. You are the baddest man on the block. I concede. Here goes my lunch money. In fact, I'll double down and make sure I even buy you that, that frozen yogurt in the back of the account. But you tell me whatever you need. That bully owns this block. So Phoenix does not want none of that. And, and I'm very interested to see, do we want some of that? I would like to believe we did, but we couldn't even win a game. So uh, as we talk about Phoenix, they're not ready. They're not ready. Uh, they're not ready. So I don't I don't believe they they've answered the Denver Nugget question right uh, with that pickup of Bill. So Chris Paul, now the other side of the trade, he goes to the Wizards. Does he stay a wizard? Can he help? You talked about what Bill was able to do. Can Chris Paul take them a little bit higher, maybe to the playoffs? Or 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 and there's rumors he's going to the West Coast, not to LA, but to the Clippers. That's what I'm hearing as of, as of today. Uh, so what are your thoughts about Chris Paul staying, helping the Wizards, or even going to the West Coast, possibly Clippers? I don't see him in L.A. Uh, the, the, for the Lakers. That man ain't playing not one ball bouncing in the center court for the Washington Wizards. This is going to be part of some sign-and-trade deal. This guy wants to win a championship. He's not going to a gutted roster to play with Porzingis. He's coming somewhere to the West Coast. To your point, I could see him playing the Clippers. Uh, he would love to uh, you know, bring that ball up and passing off between Kawhi Leonard or PG-13. Uh, now, what do you do about Russell Westbrook? So there goes another dimension if he does bring him out there to the Clippers. Yes. Um, so I, I don't see him playing one, one, one second for Washington Woods. I think they're going to hold that as hostage. 
uh, this him and, and, and tried some trades or something like that, particularly with the NBA uh, uh, draft coming up soon. Brian Winhurst has gone on record as saying they will keep Westbrook and Chris Paul. I'm like, whoa, that's actually pretty interesting. But it's interesting, the younger version of themselves, because Westbrook, one thing you can say, he does show up every every game, every season. He shows up, but he still doesn't play defense. Kawhi Leonard is going to miss 20 to 25 games. Count mm -hmm. on it. The knee is not going to get better. Paul George just can't stay healthy. Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Bubble on the of the Hall of Fame. So the Clippers will be relevant with that assembly of, of players. They will be relevant and will be very good because they can go isolation, they can go pick and roll, and they got good ball players. So through the regular season, that sounds pretty pretty neat, pretty pretty gorgeous, you know, good. Uh, good to the palate, but I don't know if it's enough to get them over the top. I don't even know if it's enough to get them in the four to top four seed of the West, uh, but interesting more to come. As you say, I agree. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I think it's, it's good watching. It's good. Uh, 65 to 80 game watching, uh, just to wet the palate to keep you entertained. But is it sustainable for the off seat, uh, for the postseason? Nah, not at all. Right. Uh, not at all. I almost put them in that Phoenix Suns category. They'll be great to watch during the regular season, but postseason, I don't think they have the, the horses to stand. Uh, I, I will not discount what Vogel will bring from a defensive standpoint, but what they have the roster and they still don't have the, the depth that they would need. And I would also love to bet on the Lakers, not because I'm a homer, but I believe with a full offseason with the team we have, plus what we'll pick up in this offseason and these free agents, I believe we will be a force to be reckoned with. I could see a repeat Western Conference Finals between us and uh, and Denver. I could see that. Uh, but but is AD ready to go to play? Is he is his, is his head right? Is LeBron's head right? Yeah. Uh, I believe AR-15. So it'd be great to see what we could do. But I definitely put us in that top four uh, start next season. I, I, uh, obviously, we know the Grizzlies won't be there with John Morant uh, uh, hurt. Uh, so that, that's uh, I would love to believe that we could be top three in the Western. Your take on the uh, not the final, excuse me, but the NBA draft. It is Thursday. Wimbayama. They said he's seven five. Man, every time I listen to somebody, he grows another inch. <laughs> I heard seven four, seven four, seven four. Today I hear he's seven five coming from France. Your take. We just talked about what happened with the, the John Morant, R.J. Barrett, and Zion Williamson. I don't have a take. Uh, everybody looks good on tape. Everybody looks good when they're in college. Everybody looks good when they're playing overseas. Play a game in the NBA, and let me tell you what I think about you. I thought, I, again, I thought Zion Williams was going to bring us something special. He, he has disappointed. So, hey, great to hear the seven-foot-five seven Frenchman that has all these skills. I am so happy for you. Welcome to the league. Now, I think it's great that he's going to play for the San Antonio Spurs, which we all believe he will. It's a great organization to work with. Pop has done an outstanding job with international players. To that point, I won't even watch the draft because, to me, it means nothing other than someone has an opportunity to fulfill their dream. Now, how well will they impact my viewership when I sit up here on the Eastern Standard Time watching them play, I, I you know, who, who's starting? So I don't have much to say on that.
San Antonio is a buzz right now, bro. They're having watch parties. They're excited. Of course, you know, the last couple of times that they got the number one pick, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, and now Wimba Yama. So they're automatically equating it to a championship. Not necessarily this year, but they, to your point, great organization. Pop is still there. And they fans will hope that the roster will be filled out and he will lead them to the promised land again. So it's exciting because I'm in the sea of spur right now. I'm the island of Laker in the sea of spur trying to make it work. So it's just dynamic. But I will tell you, as a fan, I'm going to check him out. I want to see him up close and personal. I will go and see a, a game too. Probably take your father out there. We just do what we do as dudes, you know, just hang out. I mean, dang, I come there once a month for a week. Is he going to say you're going to take pops and not me? I mean, dang, can't we at least? It's a, the doggone season starting in October. It ends in June. you telling me I can't, uh, April, I can't get one of them games to watch this joke. I'm sorry. You're in your feelings again? <laughs> I am in my feelings. I am going to be Petty White right now. Petty Rushton, <laughs> Petty Roosevelt. You tell me Petty Pendergrass. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> you're in your feelings right now. My bad. <laughs> I will take you too. <laughs> Tag along. <laughs> you can be the third wheel. <laughs> it's all good. We've been NBA heavy, man. Um, I know you're not much into baseball. Any football take? I don't have anything from the NFL side. Just interesting to see. Uh, I am curious how the 49ers will handle their quarterback issues. Uh, but nothing else. That's the only thing that I'm concerned about. And more to come on that as well. You know, we in the dog days of summer. Uh, you know, as a Dodger fan, excited to watch, but it's a long season. Uh, when do we really want to change? You know, turn up the heat as far as watching, uh, watching us turn this corner. I know we had a couple good games this last week, and also some heartbreaks. So, still trying to identify how long does it take within a baseball season for a team to show their true colors. It takes a five, ten, maybe fifteen game win streak, and this team's a whole different team. Right. So. Um, it's 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 that sad part of the season of the year where football is just starting, so we're getting a little buzz. Basketball has just completed, where we're starting to you know watch the, the draft, and then baseball is, is king. And so I do plan to see a couple games this year, trying to find some great Dodger games on the East Coast uh, that I can catch. But you know the season's still young, somewhat. You know, still somewhat young. I, I you know once once upon a time this season, I heard the Mets were that team to beat. Now they're the team you know, to, to sleep on, uh, you know, you hear the, the drama happen in Oakland athletics and the, the sell, you know, selling the team, which is unfortunate, but you know, you look at Vegas is coming up again with another pro franchise and kudos to Vegas, uh, the hockey team winning the, uh, the, 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 the championship. So it is definitely that time of the season where we're starting to identify what is next and even watching regular, uh, 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 sports radio or, or TV and watching uh, the storylines unfold. So it'd be an exciting summer as we get yeah. ready. Yeah. More to come. That's the key thing today. More to come. Well no passes on a national map. It's just things aren't big. We're not promoting those student athletes to be doing those things. So I hear how you're doing on the, the athletic side. How about the academics? I call it, and it's a championship mindset. And like I said, you got the number one, you got the, the athlete has to have the will to work. 
then they got to show up and put in the work. Third thing is you got to have parents. And then the fourth thing, you got to have parents that's willing to invest. You know, like whether it be financially, their time, because before she was able to drive, we together five, six days a week, and she wasn't driving herself. Yeah. You know, that's parents having to bring you, you know, when we go into tournaments and she go into whatever, parents having to put up, you know, the stuff like that. Talking to pass on stuff like that and it just gave me this sense of pride in my city because it's like they know who we are you know we go to national tournaments and it's like people call us the texas girls me and Lonnie. we're the texas girls we're back well in closing i got a couple things i want to share is that school is out Let's be careful. Let's be mindful of the kids that are out at play. Um, please just watch over them. Watch over them. You guardians, you mothers, parents, uh, godparents, please take care of your children. Drowning, uh, pool safety is still a problem. Please do not leave your kid in a hot car, nor your pets, but I'm talking about kids' safety right now. So let's just take care of our children. They are the future. My last point, my oldest is Mouse, birthday. And so uh, happy birthday in advance to you. Dad loves you just like, like no other. And that's me, uh, Dr. Timothy Hoover, taking it to the house, and I'm out. Hey, team, this last week we were able to celebrate a couple of things, one of which was Father's Day. And thank you again to all you great fathers uh, handling your business. Uh, Fathers being present makes an impact and makes a difference in the lives of these children, uh, whether your biological children or your children uh, that you have found a connection to. So continue doing a great work. Uh, we, we laugh about how Father's Day is often overlooked, but we do not want to overlook the men who are called fathers. So uh, thank you for that. We also had an opportunity to celebrate Juneteenth a historical day that was ignored for so many years across this country yeah. and federal government had recognized it two years ago, uh, three years ago uh, during uh, Corona. And so again, uh, happy Juneteenth uh, for the African-American community is, is a, uh, is our actual day, a celebration of liberation, uh, not July 4th, 1776. And so as you all continue to peel the onions back and reading history, study about Juneteenth and why that means so much, particularly in the state of Texas. And so again, love you all. We will do it all from sports to education to just having a good old time. Hey, you all enjoy this week of uh, tomorrow, the first day of summer, and have fun. Hey, check us out on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know how we do. You know where we at. We enjoy you. See you all next week. Same time, same place. Take to the house. It's out.